are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. What's up, Lee? Hey, I'm doing not too bad. How are you doing? Today? I'm fine. When you say hey, I remember there was a rumor on Facebook that the Fonz died, and I got bullshit, and I look it up, and he's alive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Another celebrity done by done done in by the internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, there's a few rock stars who I keep reading that they're alive, and I have to try to. Um, find out if that's actually true because I, I you know I, I start to feel sad when I read that they're still doing well <laughs> John Bon Jovi um let's let's not let's not get into technicalities but <laughs> but 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 okay <laughs> well it, because there's so many celebrity deaths now I don't believe them I always have to go look it up like with Chris Cornell died. I go bullshit. Chris didn't die, and I looked it up, and then yeah. all these outlets had. I go fuck. He died. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer when I when I read that Velveeta cheese died, but then I look and it's still on the shelf, and it makes a face and goes, "I'm back." <laughs> you can't get rid of me. Velveeta cheese is good when you melt it in a crock pot with some uh, some seasonings and make nacho cheese. Yeah, but I mean, it never dies. Oh, that's true. It's so packed you with know? preservatives. Yeah. It's, it's like Twinkies. You could eat them in 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this podcast today. But before, today we're going to do Char- Lee's pick, Charlie Daniels, and it's called Honey in the Rock. But it was re-released. This was 1973, but then it was re-released under the title Uneasy Rider from Epic Records. So... But before we get into this, we're going to do our newer artist spotlight. And today, you pick Jade Bird. Uh-huh. Love, Love has all been done before. And I picked a group called 15GB, or maybe they mean 15 gigabytes. I don't know. But it's 15GB, right. and the song is called Human. So here they are on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
silence in my head My lust of living is almost dead Where is my mind? The eyes of love are blind I know it's time to be more human Okay, that was Jane Burt and 15GB. So, Lee, why did you pick Charlie Daniels? This is unusual for a rock podcast, but when we get into the album, we'll find out why. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, um, if your hint is correct, yeah, it's because, well, when I was young, about eight years old, Charlie Daniels was pretty hot. He was kind of like Atlanta Rhythm Section or one of those groups. You know, it's like he did some country, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't only until he did like Devil Went Down to Georgia that he kind of became known as more country. But um, there were a few albums that he did. There, there were some albums that he did that were mostly country, but still had a few rock songs that are even heavier than some of the stuff on here. So, you know, he didn't quite totally dismiss rock. But he became more known for country. And you know, anybody who wears a hat and who plays the fiddle is automatically deemed country. Even though in his early days, he and even now, he, he plays guitar. And he's pretty good. Yeah, um, I always loved The Devil Went Down to Georgia. That was a pretty smoking song. And that was country. It had the twang in it. And stuff. Yeah. Like, fuck that song is like the freaking fiddle, in the bass. Fuck that song. Yeah. Is, that song is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song to this day. Yeah. And then I, you said let's do this, and you gave me a song. I said, oh yeah, that'll fit into our uh, our genre. But we yeah. are free form, so maybe we'll go country one day. Fuck no. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is cool. So let's. But get... yeah, I I did want to press the envelope a little bit. I mean, we're not gonna do Travis Tritt. And then Bill Monroe. You know, we ain't going to go there. But Charlie Daniels, I think, fit into the rock category because his early stuff was um, a lot of it rock. So that's why I wanted to um, ease it in because of my feelings of this particular album. Cool. So be before we get into this album, the first track you picked was Funky Junkie. So here's Funky Junkie on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Funky Junkie. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? This is kind of like, um, I'm not going to say it's funky like the Chili Peppers, but it has a funky kind of like really bluesy kind of a thing, kind of like, um, <coughs> like, like if, if War didn't have the horn section and, and, and wanted to do something even more funky or, or maybe like, like if, um, um, you know, like maybe Ted Nugent was a little less wild and, 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 and just had a really good down home jam with some of his, um, neighbor friends and they did some like this. This is like barbecue, um, funk and, 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 and it has that old style, like, like, like funky vibe to it. I, so I, 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 I really like it. It's, it's, it's like, it's a, it's, it's, it's rockin' and it's definitely not really country in my opinion. Well, speaking, you brought up the Chili Peppers, so I'm going to uh, go off topic here. But um, did you watch the Grammys, Lee? I purposefully did not. Either did I, but I heard so much bitching about it, I went and checked it out. But I wasn't watching it, I just checked out the stories about it. Well, first, oh, okay. there, there was some rapper named Travis Scott who was wearing a Rush t-shirt, the rabbit in the hair shirt from the Counterparts huh. tour. And mm. I was going, fuck, I, he doesn't, I'm getting arguments with people. How do you know he doesn't like it? Uh, Marshall Harold is like going off. He like he likes to debate, so I'm cool with that guy. <laughs> but come on, you look at people, you know they don't listen to that, right? Come on. That, that, yeah. Rush, Rush, a lot of people don't even, who like our music don't listen to fucking Rush. <laughs> it's like it's it's like an acquired taste. It's like something you I don't think a, a rapper, a hip hopper can get into Rush. Yeah, it would be like if a member of Slayer went on stage and wore a Hello Kitty shirt. You know he's <laughs> been paying a hell of a lot of money to do that that he ain't going home and opening up his pink Hello Kitty kit and coloring it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then the uh, the Chili Peppers came on and sang with Post Malone, another rapper. But this rapper asked for them to come on, and that's more I could see that because that's like a funky funk stuff that rappers would like, you know, because they do funk rock, you know, they're like George Clinton, you know, they were they had some albums produced by George Clinton, so I could see them that a uh, rapper hip hop warranted the Chili Peppers then into Rush, you know. Yeah, but what's with his name, Post Malone? That sounds like some sort of weird post office packaging. Do you want me to send this post Malone <laughs> or, 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 or post standard time? Uh, you know, uh, the only thing worse would be a rapper named um, Use As Directed Jones or something. You know what I mean? Some really weird. Well, post, I, it doesn't seem weird. Post, I mean, Malay, weird. post Malone just post date it like a check and never send it to me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just getting a little rat about that, and also I, I, I was listening to Eddie Trunk this morning. He was talking about the Grammys and how J Lo was caught lip singing with Smokey Robinson. She's up there doing a freaking. Motown and she's fucking lip singing with one of the best singers of all time in Smokey Robinson. What the fuck, J Lo? I don't fucking like you, but people were like, I looked all over to the, oh, J Lo killed it. J Lo killed it. Yeah, because she's fucking singing to a fucking track, you idiots. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, um, now, if I had heard that Smokey Robinson was on and I just happened to be in the room walking by, I would have probably stopped to look at him and then continued after he was done. Because I do like Smokey, but that would have been the only time I would have watched the Grammys. Yeah, I love... I love Smokey Robinson. I love old Motown. I don't like the Supremes that much because Diana Ross, her voice just yeah. kind of grates on me a little bit. But I like, like, freaking the Four Tops, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Oh, yeah, all that Jackson stuff. Jackson 5. I like that stuff, man. Oh, I like yeah. The, the Shirelles. Um, yeah. Freaking, you know, that stuff, man. It's really cool music, and I really like it. It's real. But yeah. she's sitting up there lip-singing with one of the greatest singers of all time. I'm just wondering what Smokey was thinking in his head. He knows she wasn't singing. He knew what was going on. You know, He probably had to follow her with the track. So it's probably like fucking A. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, so... Yeah. And also, you have these artists, because of these artists playing with tracks, like Sticks, you have Tommy Shop on stage saying, this is us, 100% real... There are no tracks. This is us singing up here. Night Ranger says the same thing. You have these bands defending themselves on stage because of these motherfuckers who fucking cheat and, and try to sound like their albums that sound perfect like fucking Kiss, Paul Stanley now. Fucking pisses yeah. me off. Um, there seems to be a rumor that at one show recently, Paul Stanley got up and stopped the music and he started to do a speech. He said, I just want you all to know I am sick and tired of everybody saying that we lip sync. We do not lip sync. We do it 100% live. But in the middle of it, he hurt his foot. So he got, um, he, he rubbed his foot and walked off the stage and the speech continued. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's a good story, though. And also, you have Queen. Queen was recently called out. Oh, their background vocals are so good. They're, they're, they must be doing tracks. And then Queen put out a video of them practicing, <laughs> practicing before shows, the background vocals, saying, hey, we don't use tracks. We are 100% real also. Oh, yeah. Let's see Paul put out a track of him practicing singing. I think oh. he can't do it. <laughs> it would be like asking a male model who used to be really hot and sexy in the day to take off his shirt now and he's got a whole bunch of scabs and and like um warts all over his stomach he's not gonna want to show it yeah it's like remember remember saturday night live years ago when ashley simpson got caught lip singing on stage and everybody's go, oh my god look at that oh no what she's not real now nobody gives a shit um, i actually um, did you see that episode yeah uh, yeah, um, uh, I saw one where she's on stage, and what happened was um, somehow the the vocal track didn't work, so she just started to just continue, like, dancing for a little bit, and then after a minute, she just laughed, embarrassed, and walked off. Damn. It's just but like people... Pay she said, though, that with her, her voice actually wasn't working, and that, that she, she found she wasn't able to sing, and that... That's why she did it, but she felt very bad about it. Anyway. Well, has she made any new music since then? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, she can now. <laughs> Eddie Trunk yeah. said. Eddie Trunk says that people are going to pay two grand for a ticket to see people with no talent up there not singing. He's going to have a band. He can't play guitar or sing, but people buy it now. <laughs> so I thought yeah. that was funny. 
So let's get back into this. We were on uh, Funky Junkie. Well, this is what yeah. we digress now. We just had to get into a rant on lip singing and the Grammys. Yeah. Let's get in, because that's what we do. Yeah. This is yeah, Funky no. Junkie. This is something I didn't expect to hear from Daniels. Like a progressive funk, and it's a fucking cool song. Yeah. It's like progressive with some funk in it. I was like, Damn. Yeah. I was like <laughs> supposed to hear like some funky violins and some twang. It's a freaking um, good song. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next track. Number two, Big Man. What would you think of this one? This one's kind of like, um, I'm trying to think of like, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, I can tell you names of groups or people who do the style that, but they're not really that well known, like David Blue. But I mean, just the kind of like, like that um, swamp um, style of blues. That after a while, it kind of gets a little bit heavy, but but it's kind of like dun 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 dun, like like if Queen. Um, um, did something like that with another one bites the dust, but they had done it back in maybe 1970, maybe some like that. You know, um, it's 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 this like um, kind of maybe also um, almost like maybe the Stones, maybe not quite like the Stones, but maybe like Jay Giles band. You know, like like a Jay Giles band doing something like this. You know, some that that starts out kind of slow-ish, but it works up and it gets kind of funky and badass. So I, I really dig it. Yeah, I put funky as hell, not the country again I was expecting. Good song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we get into track number three, Why Can't People. What would you think of this one? Oh, this one's like a really cool gospel song. It kind of reminds me of like... Leon Russell, or um, so it's not quite rock, but I wouldn't necessarily call it country, but but it's 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 a little more like soul, like a like maybe what Smokey Robinson might do or some if he went to church, you know, or Andre Crouch or some like that. But it's a really good soulful song that I, I'd say. The, the Rolling Stones could have been influenced by this. It's a pretty, pretty cool song. Yeah, let's see if I blow your mind by my analogy of this song. <laughs> it slows down here on the album with a pro call harem kind of R&B groove here, but it's a cool wow. song. Wow. <laughs> Man, you, you know a pro call harem? Yes, Wider Shade of Grey. Yeah, right. Hey, you, you actually... Uh, you, you, Man, you, you, you gave a good, you, you gave a better description than I did. Who does to you? Yeah. Now I have to slap myself in the face and say, why the fuck did I let Mark stir me up? <laughs> all right. But no, it's all good. And, and then I have to mention, these songs go from like three minutes to ten minutes. It's like something yeah. you wouldn't expect from a country album, right? Or a rock. Well, yeah. or Charlie Daniels, you don't think he would do these like, like, yeah, songs that are ten minutes and seven yeah. minutes, and like, damn. And yeah, then, uh, I thought this was gonna be a fast album. I look at the times, I go, fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's like forty-six minute album for back then. Yeah, that's pretty long. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> and then we get into the next track that you picked, Revelations, the end of side one. So here's Revelations on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Thank you. 
That was Revelations. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Oh, it's one of the coolest tracks that I know of. It sounds like Almond Brothers. Like, a, you know, it has kind of a folk introduction to it. But after that, it's like he just jams and the group is just kick-ass. And it has like this trippy kind of um, psychedelic um, part to it. And it's progressive. And it's just like real good southern blues um fusion rock that's that that that, that's just they you could tell they were kind of hungry and they just probably um wanted to wait until they finished the song before they ate so they just played the hell out of it so that they knew they could eat real good after you know like (laughs) okay okay engineer you bought us kentucky fried chicken we're gonna have to play real good for you now you can give us extra drumsticks Kind of like that, but I, <laughs> I, I I love this song. Yeah, this is a 
I, this is what I said. I said a little deep purple with a cool groove going on. I love it. Wow, wow, that's hey, that's 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 cool. Yeah, and then we flip this over to the well. If you bought the reissue, the title track, which we're doing "Honey in the Rock," but this is the reissue's title track, "Uneasy Rider," track one on side two. What do you think of this one? Well. Okay, I have to admit, this is a country tune. Yeah. Okay, it's probably the only country tune on here. But um, but even then, he he still had a little country. I actually really like the song. The only thing that I will say, it's, it kind of goes on a bit long for me. I mean, the story's good, and it's kind of like a Dylan tune with the story, and it's kind of hilarious and, and really well thought out. But... Musically, after a while, I will thought, well, if he had changed up the music a little bit, that might have made it better. So if it was like two minutes less, I probably would have thought that it would be um, a better length. But other other than that, though, I, I have no problem with it. I, I think it's a fine song. And I was so happy you didn't pick this as one of your tracks because <laughs> this is the one yeah. song I don't like. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's like it's what I expected to hear from this album, and it's way yeah. too twangy for me. Don't like it. <laughs> oh, well, that's hey, I, I I dig that. Yeah, I, I was going. Thank God he didn't pick Uneasy Rider because people oh. are going to go, "What oh. the fuck are they doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm crazy, but not that crazy. That's like trying to do uh, Midnight Rider. Uh, what is that song? I don't know. By the Eagles, where freaking one guy said, "Ooh, Midnight Rider." Oh, or it's like we review Midnight Flyer, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But it would be like if we reviewed Van Halen's Diver Down and the three songs that we picked were the intro to Little Guitars, <laughs> Big Bad Bill of Sweet William Now, and Happy Trails. Hey, I'd be happy with Big Bad Will of Sweet William Now. It's a fine jam there. I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but what I mean is um, if we... And then said, this is a rockin', kick-ass, heavy metal tune, then people would be, oh, wait a minute, what what Kool-Aid are these guys drinking? Um, Rainbow-colored? <laughs> we you should know. do an Almond Brothers album one time. All right. Like brothers, or sis brothers and sisters or something. Uh, uh, I right. already said I didn't like this song, so we go to the track two on this side, Midnight Lady. What would you think of this one? This is kind of like um, Rolling Stones, kind of. It's 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 a cool. I could almost see Bad Company doing it too. It's 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 an interesting deep cut that I don't think many people know about. But it's a rockin' tune, and I think it has kind of an English vibe to it. You know, kind 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 of like old Mata Hoople or something. I I, I dig it. Uh, I thought it sounded more like ZZ Top thing going on. Uh, oh, it's that's a, cool! It's a fucking rock. It's I love this track. It's fucking good. That's what I said. <laughs> right on. That's cool. And then we get into the next track. Uh, Somebody loves you. What did you think oh. of this one? Oh, this this is actually a lot like the Rolling Stones when they did their like Exile on Main Street period. It's a good, um, like gospel type of soulful rock song. It's um, it's it's dripping with this cool like almost like I could imagine Joe Cocker doing it or something. It has this cool kind of English uh, gospel vibe to it that 
I, I, I think is really, really good, and I like it. Uh, I kind of agree. I agree with you on that. I called it bluesy southern rock and a cool song. So the Exile Main Street is Rolling Stones blues southern rock. You know, with right English, on with an English twang, right? <laughs> yeah, cool. And then we get into the last track, which is the longest song on the album, which you picked, No Place to Go. So here's No Place to Go in the Freeform Rock Podcast.
place to go why'd you pick that track lee oh um it's it's so powerful it's a, like a sonic bah! you know it's it's really hot he also did a live version and and if you hear the live version it's not even near as cool as this but most people only know that but this is just a high stomping good energetic boogie blues um extravaganza and they just jam the hell out of it this this kind of makes neil young's cowgirl in the sand almost unworthy like instead of cowgirl in the sand it's like cow poop in the toilet you know but 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 this this is a really good song and charlie daniels shows how he can play and the whole band is kicking ass and i think it's just great I wish they would have like uh, wrote who played on this album on Wikipedia, but there's nothing. It just it, yeah. it did get into the top 200, uh, 164. Pretty cool. Yeah, uh, right on. So this song, No Place to Go, this is the best track on the album, Lee. Yeah, I like, I like this for It's ten minutes and eight seconds to end the record. Freaking yeah. awesome. He and yeah. I said the same thing. He has a kick-ass band on this record. Standout bass and drums, and the song highlight, and this this song highlights it all. This yeah. is a total Almond Brothers sounding jam. Best song off the record, kicks ass. Right on. <laughs> it sounds like something the Almond Brothers would have done. Oh yeah, definitely. He's got a real good organ uh, organ player on this album. It's really freaking. Just, oh yeah, it's just awesome. And, uh, I think that he still uses a lot of the same band members that he used back then, so all I'd have to do is just maybe 
find out what his band is now and see if they're still if if they were back then you know dang well that was charlie daniels uh honey and rock or uneasy rider what whatever version you like it's the same thing uh just released by different record companies so now we get into our tracks of the week and lee you pick salty dog and i was like what lee like salty dog i was like flabbergasted at this you mean you heard of them yes i have the album come along man now now you impress me damn I love, love salty hello dog. my name is mark alden taylor and welcome to listening to my guest lee my my co-host lee gersman who's pretty smart Right now, I'm feeling like a piece of dumb shit. Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, since you picked Salty Dog, I picked a song, that a band that was kind of like them, but not oh. like them, but in the same genre. So you picked Salty Dog, Nothing But a Dream. I picked the group Heavy Bones. You ever heard of the guitar player Gary Hoey? Um, a little bit. You should check out his solo stuff. Gary Hoey's a freaking kick-ass guitar player. But All I right picked up the song by Heavy Bones called 4AM. TM. Right on. I'll, I'll take a listen. Yeah, it's a really kick-ass jam. Since you picked Salty Dog, I went for the same genre. So, right on. Bef before cool. we play those tracks, say goodbye, Lee. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. So that now we're getting into Salty Dog, Nothing But a Dream, Heavy Bones, 4AM, TM, with Gary Hoey on guitar. Go check out Gary Hoey. He does a great version of the Peanuts theme, too. Really cool. All right. All That's right, cool. so here we go. Until next week, adieu. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
trucker, and when I do, boy, God bless you.
Now let's get into the promos. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. Hello, folks. This is the Rock Sponge Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast. Join yours truly every week as I look at a different classic rock and or metal album that had an impact on my life and or rock music in general, and I'm usually joined by a friend or two. And there's no country or rap or techno bullshit on the show because I hate those fucking music genres. Techno and rap and country sucks. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast every week on YouTube and now on Podbean and iTunes. So yes, folks, I'm available in two different, three different ways. Podbean and iTunes for the audio and YouTube for the visual. Thank you very much. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I want to rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You got to fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina, Skitter Pal Meow Meow, this is Bushy and the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure, only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much! You haven't listened to Mars Attacks Podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.